let you know I enjoy your show every morning. I listen to it every day. Kyle Sherman Live starts now. Good morning, guys. We have a lot to talk about today. It's Monday, my favorite day of the week, uh, because I get to sleep in on the weekends and wake up early. The Amazing Race was on last night. Celebrity Apprentice was also on TV. And at the top of the hour today, 8 a.m., we'll have Lauren Elaine calling in to talk about Madness before L.A. Fashion Week. She has a show tonight that Emma's in. Very exciting. And, of course, your Celebrity Milk. It's all very exciting. We have a good show for you guys. It's Usher. You're listening to Kyle Sherman Live. Hey guys, what's going on? Good morning, uh, Emma. Good morning. How, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm relaxed. I spent uh, a whole weekend in Palm Springs with my mom. Yeah. So, so tell me about this. We were invited to go out by the director of the Miss California USA pageant, who owns the state of California, New York, and New Hampshire. We were in. It was basically like a retreat for all three states. So there were six girls there seven if you include me and um it was just basically like a, a a meet and greet and they got to sit down they did a photo shoot and it was nice to be involved and in the process what was the photo shoot for it was just to make sure that all six of the girls had good photos because they're coming the girls on the east coast are coming from different directors and so we wanted to make sure that everyone had a good set of pictures to add to their their portfolio basically Got it. Yeah, so it was really fun. We drove back uh, yesterday, and I did a little bit of work, and then we're mom's here in the studio with us this morning, and and um, yeah, Mary it was, Baker. It was a great weekend. It was like eighty-five in Palm Springs the whole weekend. It was so nice, and we were like tanning outside and looking at snow in the mountains, and it was pretty. See, you're lucky. It was it was fairly cold here, I'd say. Oh, and Ivan's in the studio too right now, which morning, is exciting. Guys. Here you go. I put your mic on now. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Ivan. <laughs> this is Manager Max's best friend. Yes. And he's also extremely smart. Very which smart. Which is why he's here. He's like an advisor. If Manager you will. Max failed to attend this morning. Yeah, Huge he, failure. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but it scares me, whatever it may be. <laughs> he's very busy with something very, very important. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what, what would you say? It was, it was pretty, uh, it wasn't too nice here. It was all right. It was okay. I yeah. was very concerned that when I came home, my apartment would be swept out to sea. I'm going to be completely honest. But I came back and it was here. No, so that's no good. huge tsunami. No. Yeah. That's right. That's all right. Yeah, it's great because my apartment is here. It's perfect. I, I, was, I was considering the worst, worst uh, circumstance. And I think the worst thing that could have happened is that my car would have flooded in the garage. How pissed would you have been if that happened? I would have gotten a new car out of it, so I don't think so. Yeah, you're. <laughs> <laughs> and your car's like not doing well because there's berries in the engine. You were telling me. <laughs> so yeah. wait, how, how, I don't get this part. You were. You, first of all, Emma calls me at five in the morning on Friday. You know, we had right. we had two guests hosts here, and and Emma calls me while they're here at, at five in the morning, and and is and is worried that her car is going to get stuck on her way to Palm Springs. You have to drive through the desert to get to Palm Springs. And she's like, what do I need? And I said, well, you need water. 
and food. So go get some water and food just in case. You know, it takes AAA a while to get there. But she told me about these berries that are stuck in the engine, and it's going to cost like four grand to get the berries out. I don't... I'm serious. I took my car home two weekends ago to the Nissan place in, in San Diego, and the guy told me that because when my car was parked at home, they're date palm berries landing in on my windshield and dropping down under the hood, and then they like bake there in the sun, and it's burning. They're burning up, and it's a disaster. So needless to say, I think I'm going home this weekend to get it taken care of. So how are you going to miss another day of the show? No. Okay, good. So I can't. I, I, can't I don't think do I'll ever miss another day of the show. I was panicked on Friday. I was like, <gasps> the show. I know you, were, you called. You, you it was woke, like 5.15 in the morning when I called you. You woke up and you were freaking out for a sec. You were like, I couldn't sleep. I keep waking up. Yeah. I am going to get stuck and I don't want to <laughs> be there. There's berries in my engine. <laughs> I mean, I, who has berries in their engine though? I still um, can't get over that. I lived in like the wilderness in Poway. San Diego. Yeah. South of Los Angeles for those of you who live in China. I... <laughs> We do. We have Chinese listeners, for real. I don't know, even know what time it is there. In what city? All over? or uh, The one I know of, I can look at the map and see listeners there, but the one I know of is his name's, his name's Hillary something, and he lives in Beijing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, We're thanks friends for listening. We're international over here. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been a fan for a while, which is kind of cool. All right, Emma, uh, before we talk about Amazing Race real quick, I want to know about my surprise on Friday. Oh, yes. I, every, every Friday, Emma gives me a baked good, and I look forward to it. Uh, I hope it's better than it was last Friday. It just wasn't. I honestly wasn't didn't think par. last Friday was so bad, but anyways. No, it was. Too, I even got feedback from people here after our show, and they said it was too sticky. It was the Heath. It was the Heath. Bar just keep in complaining. Um, Were there berries in it? No, no okay, berries. Good. <laughs> but this week, fruit is involved. Fruit. Yep. Don't ask me what kind of fruit. Is there anything you're allergic to, though? Let me ask you that. Penicillin. Okay, perfect. That's so don't put not, any penicillin in it. I won't be putting penicillin okay, in, the, in the fruit. All right, good. Let's talk about Amazing Race. I know you DVR'd it. You DVR everything. <laughs> I DVR'd it in there in China, and they landed, and they had to make their way immediately to a place called, I think it was like the Dragon Mountain, the uh, jade dragon i don't know anyways it was this huge mountain and they were asked to uh to basically like saddle a yak and they had to ride i'm not joking they had to ride across a river and um they had to get on a gondola which for some of the contestants was really tough because they were afraid of heights and that's always a big nerve-wracking big but it's amazing but race. you gotta go for it they're in a gondola yeah but like like i went to europe in 2006 with my girlfriend and we were in capri italy we had to go up the side of this mountain and we were sitting in like this little this little chair. She was literally about to throw up. She was so scared. She was crying, was not about to get on this little chair. So, I mean, some people have a really huge fear of heights. And uh, uh, the gondola might do it for you. I know, you know, when I go skiing, I have a, a little bit of an issue with gondolas. You get freaked out. No, I just have a little bit of an issue, but I don't talk about it. <laughs> just keep it to myself. <laughs> So you're there I'm just by- like having a, a, a panic attack, just like staring outside and just zoning and I do my own thing. <laughs> so you're there with like 20 people in this gondola <laughs> freaking out, but nobody knows about it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, so they had a roadblock when they got to China and they had to dig through thousands of these charms um, for animals to find this, the Chinese Zodiac. And I can 
imagine that that would have been extremely frustrating. There was a detour, and they had to choose between hammer or horn. And in the hammer, the teams had to smash candy with these like little hammer things. And in horn, teams led a procession of dancers while carrying a big horn. So, well, it sounds like a blast. It sounds super boring. Do you still want to do the show race. now? You know, I chatted with someone about it last night, and uh, it's made me realize that maybe I should just do it as a leisurely activity, like, like travel on your own. No, do it with someone else, but just like don't do it for the million dollars. Do it because you want to travel around the world with someone and like have a blast. Well, that's what I think you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do it just for the experience. I don't think. Do you think they accept people who do it for the money? I have no idea. Because I feel like people who do it for, I guess maybe they do. That's of course. Dr- that's one of the reasons. Survivor wants to set an island and all that kind of stuff. I mean, okay, so it's about Ivan, the money. W- would you do this show? Amazing Race? Uh, maybe. What's stopping you? Common who would, sense. Who would you do it with? I don't think it's a dumb. I think Kyle, it's a really good experience. Kyle or Max? <laughs> I think it's a great experience. I think you you have the opportunity to really figure out whether or not you know how to get through an airport in a different country or I mean I experienced things like that when I went to Europe and it's like a whole new world See, not, I wonder it's not like Baltimore airport let me tell you that <laughs> yeah, it's safer sure it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> what I couldn't believe is when I went to Haiti on the, the Haitian yeah. airport on the way back there was four security checkpoints so you go through the first one you're like oh easy this was the easiest thing ever and then you go through another one you're like what Really? And every, like each one, you're taking it's off. increasingly. More, yeah, you're like taking off another piece of clothing. I'm like, okay, are you, this doesn't seem right. Now I'm taking off take my shirt. Off. Yeah, and here it goes. Okay, and then it's the socks. And, the, and I'm like, by the time I get through the fourth checkpoint, I'm like naked. I'm, I'm like in my briefs, you know? I'm like, okay, this is, I guess this is pretty safe. Wow. The San Diego International Airport is actually very strict. They make you immediately take off your shoes, belt, Jewelry, necklaces, anything, anything that has zipper, like not your pants, but you know. (laughs) Anyways, last night on The Amazing Race, Kent and Vixen were eliminated. Um, They were kind of comical because they're like these goth, hot pink hair, black hair, makeup characters. And I didn't find them very amusing. So so. they're they're insane is what you're trying to say. Yeah. And then Margie and Luke, who are a a mother daughter. A mother-son team. They came in first, and they actually won a trip to Aruba, which I don't know if I would like to go to Aruba. That's where that girl went missing. I went there. It's really nice. Is it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, then... I went like three, four years ago. Oh, then I might go. You were in Aruba. Yeah. When did that girl go missing? Like, like six oh, years oh, ago? No, it was like, oh, four. I think she's my age. She was, she'd be my age. She's, this is like, oh, four. I think it was like senior of high school, maybe, it happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I went like so in 06, 07. It's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it looks gorgeous. It looks super windy, too. So now, Mary Baker. That We're going to bring her on air just for a second. No, you are. Just talk in the microphone. Just bring it like an inch away from your mouth. I hear, here's the thing. I want. Would you let her go, Emma, go on The Amazing Race? Absolutely. Or would you be scared about it? Well, no. I wouldn't be scared. They've got a cameraman following them everywhere they go. Like five cameramen. You stay like in really nice producers hotels. Producers and whatnot. Yeah. Following them in another car, probably. So you do it. Yeah. I know. Would you do the Amazing Race yourself? With me. Yeah, I would. Oh my God, we'd have so Mother much fun. daughter. We'd have so <laughs> much fun. Who would drive the car? Who would drive the car? Mom, because I can't drive stick shift. Really? Mm-hmm. Who'd pull the rickshaw if you had to use one? Hmm? Who'd pull the rickshaw if you had to she use one? She would, for sure. <laughs> What's the rickshaw? 
I'm sure they have, oh, have one rickshaws. Of those, those little taxi cabs that you pull. Oh, oh, me? Are you kidding? I would love that. <laughs> Good workout. She was born to run. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a clip from last night. Let's check it out. Welcome to Lijiang, China. Thank you. Margie and Luke, you are the first team to arrive. See, that's got to be exciting to know that. You yeah. have no idea until that moment. Travelocity, and you will be going to Aruba. With Ivan. Stay in an executive suite at the Aruba Marriott Resort. While there, you'll take a private submarine ride and a Jeep safari tour, plus a relaxing massage. You can enjoy that after the race, but right now you're still racing. No! You are still racing. Rip and read it. Oh, man, they're breathing hard. You don't know what I want to say right now. <laughs> so, Luke, for those of you who don't know, I think he's deaf, or I think I think he's deaf, and it's amazing that he's able to go on this race. Play on words. <laughs> amazing that he's able to go on the race, and uh, he's been doing. That really- was so good, Emma. <laughs> You know, that it's, it's not so a hearing good. contest. It's six twenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do have to listen though. Seven twenty. We're, we're an hour. Yeah. Da- right. Daylight savings time. Right, right, right. Sorry. Did I say six twenty? Yeah. Oh. It's okay though. It's okay. okay. Oh. Boy. Just don't want to confuse everyone. Yeah. Um, a trip to Aruba submarine. Okay, I got the chills when he said that they were going to be staying in the executive suite. That's amazing. In Aruba, the Marriott. That's a big deal. By I- the way, so the host of the amazing race has been looking actually at the end of last season, he was looking very frail and very thin and ill. And at home we were all kind of talking about, you know, I wonder if he's sick. I wonder if he's got, you know, some kind of horrible disease or cancer or something. And I was asking, we had dinner with a friend last night. I was asking her, she said he just recently walked across the country um, for Cancer, for, diabetes, American Heart Association, one and, of those. And he didn't eat the entire time. <laughs> no, he did. It was just really rough. So it totally explains it. But he looks like he's come back to health. Well, I can help him with that. I know you eat burgers and eggs in the morning <laughs> with two protein shakes. Seasoned. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't do that anymore. Just the <laughs> house smells so bad with the seasoned, the seasoned burger. I mean, it's just so gross. I've been eating so many burgers. And I'm, just, I'm barely gaining weight. I got to talk to Phil. Yeah. You should talk to Phil. Phil, the host of Amazing Rice. Give you some tips. So gas boycott day, that's today. Yes, I got gas yesterday on my way out of Palm Springs. Three eighty nine a gallon at a shell. That's really good. That's, it's yeah, really that's good. Kidding me. Four plus anywhere here. Yeah, well, and in regular. Palm Springs, it was 405 on the way out. Well, you're also in the middle of the 429. Desert. For regular? No, for premium. It was 450. Oh. On yeah. Friday for premium, right here. And oh. now it's down. It's 435 or 445. The Arcos have gone down too. So today's gas boycott day. And we're hoping that if we all boycott gas stations that overnight, the prices will come down 30 cents. I still don't. I don't know how this is going to work. I need gas today. Do you really? How am I going to get you home? You didn't plan ahead? Rickshaw. The, no, see, <laughs> here's what I understand. This is what I'm going to say it again. I said this last week. And, and maybe Mary can explain to me. I don't understand how this works because everyone has to fill up the day before or two days before to prepare, which still puts money in the pockets of the people who have all the oil. Yeah. So I don't get it. How is missing out on one day doing anything, actually? Well, I think you just feel better about yourself. It's, it's the idea of doing it. It's the it's idea. It's the unity of uh, you know, everyone standing together saying we should drill Putting here, not overseas. Down. But they're saying. it's really killing us here, dude. There's we have all the shale in Colorado. Just do it. Okay. 
Well, with that said, I have a clip here. Here at the corner gas station, we know gas prices are high, and while we can't give you cheaper gas like we'd like, we can give you all kinds of other stuff like donuts and coffee. Slim Jims are still a bargain. Gas, well, no, not a bargain. But hey, we got squeegees for free. <laughs> and candy bars for like around 50 cents, air fresheners, beer cozies, hats, gum, Jolly Ranchers, and we're really pushing that stuff so it'll take your mind off the crazy high price of gas. Yep, at the corner gas station, we have everything you could want, except affordable gas. Sorry. The corner gas station we have everything except cheap gas everybody hates me yep now you know why gas stations started selling alcohol this is this is kyle sherman live blackberry iphone android we're live 24 7 worldwide head to mobile.califm.com on your smartphone to start streaming cali fm now okay secret millionaire last night did you dvr this one or no Mm-mm. no Come i didn't on. really i'm surprised we went out to dinner okay oh well where'd you guys go the chart house oh really on uh pch uh in marina del rey okay yes it's very delicious so I just want to talk about something. Last night was really cool. I actually, I'm not going to lie, I teared up a little bit. Uh, really? Which I only really do on Extreme Makeover, Makeover Home Edition. Edition. <laughs> I know. And we'll get Eva back on the show soon. She's the she's the art producer for that show or, or whatever. And she's probably listening right now. So hi, Eva. What's going on? Um, she'll tell us about the next season. She wrote me an email uh, about a week ago. All right, anyway, Secret Millionaire. It was a good show last night. This dude, Mark Paskin, who's this millionaire, um, he, he made millions in real estate, if I can remember correctly. And uh, anyway, he decided to go to Michigan, to Detroit, and he kind of went slumming around. And he went to live in a one-bedroom uh, home. Um, oh, life's and, rough. I know. And so he first got involved with this thing called the Man Network. Um, and it's basically a group of volunteers who uh, patrol a crime-ridden neighborhood. And okay. uh, then he dropped in on um, the young Detroit builders who helped fix up sagging homes. So he did a couple um, of good deeds. Yeah. So he, did, he actually did. He, and, and he, he did these. He kind of did these things. And uh, he met this woman named uh, Elaine uh, hmm. with kidney trouble at this healthcare facility. And hmm. uh, which was uh, this is where I started to cry. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I, I was last night's episode is probably my favorite one of this season so far, just really? because, yeah, it, it was just because Mark was so genuine about everything he was doing. So how did he reveal that he was a millionaire? I mean, I know that they kind of like spring it on the people that they've been with. Well, what he did was he basically just spread around a bunch of cash to the people he met. And uh, oh. then he would just went, yeah, then he went home and everything. But was, so he was able to help them out financially, which is good. And then also let them know that, you know, rich people do have a good heart. Exactly. So here's Elaine. So Alana, tell me, how long have you been involved with this organization? For about two months now. Tell me about your background. You're, you're from Detroit? I'm Detroit. I had a lot of struggles growing up in Detroit. What kind of struggles did you have? Did you, did you make it through high school? Or no, not? I didn't make it to high school. I had my first child at 18 and I dropped out of high school. 
My parents was on drugs. My mom, she left me when I was two. And mentally going through a lot of things, trying to deal with a lot of issues. Why my mama leave me? Uh, why don't nobody care about me? Why don't nobody love me, you know? And after being on my own, I was struggling. I started drinking heavily. It became an everyday habit. I was doing what I had to do as a mother, but right. I still was doing extra drinking, extra party, you right, know? Right. Were you on drugs yourself? No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was just an alcoholic. Okay, all right. Drugs was never an issue because okay. I looked at my family like, that's that's not what I want to do. Go there, yeah. And how has this organization helped you? It taught me how to be consistent and determined and motivated. Coming through this program, I would get my GED, I would get certification in construction and carpentry. That means I will, other doors would be open for me. Now I can go to college. Mm -hmm. Now I can do something to show my kids, like, if I can do it, you can do it. And better than I did it. Have you found a lot of the people who are enrolled here have had similar problems? We all had the same issues, the yeah, same problems, yeah. so we build the family within ourselves. So you're, you're, the family you didn't have, you're making up for it here. Yeah. You're, you're pretty amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, let's paint. Back to let's paint. Back to the paint. <laughs> people go bad for a lot of reasons, but I think if you don't have a reasonably decent upbringing and a, and a decent home and a, and, a, and a mother and father that are doing their job, then the deck is stacked against you. All right. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a very, it's, it, it was a very sad show. Yeah. She seemed like, I mean, that living like that must be rough. No, exactly. Having parents leave you and growing up an alcoholic and sounds awful. I've actually met a couple people through my church that I go to out here that that have been through that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's a really rough life. I mean, we're so lucky, so both you lucky. and I, to have amazing families. Um, and, uh, you know, at least I don't have a car with berries, to be honest. <laughs> Ivan, have you seen the show, Secret Millionaire? I have not, but maybe I'll watch after this. It seems very... Uh, Thank you, Shay. It's a good show, Uplifting man. after a while. Yeah, it's it a, is. Is it always that depressing in the beginning, though, or...? It's always... I mean, it's designed to make you feel for those people, yet at the same time, it's also designed to make sure that you feel like the millionaire is doing a good deed. And this guy sound, seems like he did his good deed well. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was one of the best, like I said. All right, who said it coming up? And an impossible quiz. Will Emma and Ivan get the answers right? Actually, we'll include Mary in this. <laughs> Will Mary get the answer right? We'll find out. All right, Jennifer Lopez, 103.1, Cali FM. It's a new generation. Vegas 
Who said it for you guys right now? And uh, you better get it right. <laughs> no pressure. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Let's hear it. Okay. So here we go. Uh, the question, or the quote, rather: "I'm most comfortable in my birthday suit." It <laughs> could be anyone. Was it A. Natalie Portman, B. Amanda Seyfried, or C. Jennifer Lawrence? Who's Jennifer Lawrence? She's in Winter Bones. She got an Oscar nomination. Thank you. This one we have Ivan here again. Yes. Um, I'm going to say Amanda. You're going with Amanda Seyfried? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Ivan because I don't know any of these people. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're like Emma. I'm going to think, you know, it was you kind of like same person. Natalie Portman just because she had that hilarious movie with Ashton Kutcher. What, the uh, No Strings Attached? Yeah, it was so funny. And it's weird that her name was Emma. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what the answer is in just a minute. All How right. about that? Sounds good. All right. Nicki Minaj did it on him. How do you like this song, by the way, Emma? Love. Good. Me too. It grew on me. You're on with CaliFM.com. All right. The answer. Who is it? Who Mary is it? agreed with Ivan because she just has no idea who any of these people are. Clearly, she has a life. <laughs> uh, and and you went with Natalie Portman because no strings attached. The yeah. quote: "I'm most comfortable in my birthday suit." Well, I can tell you, Natalie Portman was absolutely wrong. Oh, <laughs> you failed, Ivan. Yeah. Are you correct? I don't think I. Was it Jennifer Lawrence? How I sure? believe it's Amanda. Well, you and Mary are right. Yes. I don't think Very I have nice. gotten one of these right yet. I know it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, so let's check this out. Let's see what else is on here. All right, I have an impossible quiz for you. It's impossible, so you guys aren't going to get it. But uh, almost all of us have at least one. But only about two-thirds of us have used one in the past year. What are they? Do you guys have any idea? Say it again. The question. Almost all of us have at least one. But only about two-thirds of us have used one in the past year. What are they? A belly button. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I was about to say, I'm gonna body go, shots. I'm gonna go with like 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 a car collector. A car collector? Yeah. Majority of the country, I think, has at least one car, but really only drives one of them. Oh, okay, okay, I see. That makes sense. I was a little confused about how that made any sense. Mary Baker. What do you think? Mom? Okay, the first thing that came to mind was blenders. Oh my blenders? gosh, that was me, Mom. But I thought, you know, I shouldn't say that because then it really doesn't make sense. What We must have had a weird brain connection. You almost said blenders. Oh my God, it was the first thing that came to mind. That is so funny. <laughs> you know, we the do bakers. this. We do this all uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. Like, I'll be in a room. I'll be in my room and she'll be like in another room and, and I'll go, yeah, like because I heard my name. She'll go, no, I was just thinking about you. <laughs> like her thoughts were out loud. Wow. It's like freaky. You guys are like twins because I think like identical twins have that issue. It's like freaky. My, You know, it's funny. My mom and I will call each other at the same time. So it goes to voicemail. Oh, my We've God. done it plenty of times. Yeah. And then we BBM each other. And we find out we just both made a call to each other. It's real weird. Wow. That's weird, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, the correct answer is credit cards. Oh. Use of plastic is near its all-time low for what it's worth. Residents of New Jersey are most likely to pay. Stand by for more Kyle Sherman. What the hell is that? Oh, it's rotten milk. Celebrity milk is just around the corner. More Charlie Sheen. Really? I think we're going on week number two or three. I think it started when we started the show in the morning. I think so. This is week three. It's week three. Yeah. I really think it is. Man, that's crazy. How is there so much Charlie Sheen right now? I don't know. But have you heard about his new one-man show? Yes. We talked a little bit about it, but what's happening with that? So it's sold out in only 18 minutes on Saturday, and it's called The... Quote, my violent torpedo of truth, defeat is not an option, show, unquote. And it is set for Detroit and Chicago in early April. It's sold out. In can't 18 can't even go anymore. Is it improv or is it a scripted or? Uh, you know, I do not know. It's, but he's planning it, to add more dates. So, Ivan, we will be sure to get you tickets. Thank you. Well, uh-huh. We can't. They're out. But he's adding more shows. So. Okay. Well, we have to fit it in the, in the five minutes it will take to sell those out. Yeah. We, he also uh, launched a new website, and I'm, I'm not promoting Charlie Sheen here, but the, the link is, you can just look up his website. Anyways, uh, he announced that for um, a dollar that each, you know, a, from a, do- a dollar, okay. It's okay, it's early. A dollar from each ticket sold will be donated to the Red Cross to help the earthquake victims in Japan. So he's actually doing something decent for once. That's actually the most normal thing he's done in three weeks. Wow. That actually is really good for Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Well, maybe he's just saying that. He actually has a lot of charity work, though, in the past, so it's something really new. Really? What what has he done? Give us some insight on that. Um, Wounded Warriors. He worked on that project. What was that about? What is that? What's Wounded Warriors? For Iraq and uh, Afghan vets. Oh, cool. I like that. Wow. So he has done good stuff. So what this party's really hard. I mean, it's not illegal. I mean, the drug stuff is, even though it shouldn't be. But still, I mean, but he, does he, Charlie... he does it in his home and stuff. He doesn't like go out like uh, Robert Downey Jr. did or um, Lindsay Lohan does. But have we come to the conclusion that Charlie Sheen actually does drugs? I thought he was. He admitting... passes drug tests, but 
I mean, doesn't that, mean the past. Easy. But I'm pretty yeah. sure your drug test is saves you from like one month, right? It's a mis- it's I, I wouldn't drug, know. I wouldn't know. Why are you guys looking at me like that? You still read though, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends on the drug. Like if they pull a hair though, a hair sample, they can tell like way far back. Because right. I have it heard that. The yeah, root. Yeah. Right. Huh. So like, like months and months versus like uh, days. Shoot, I'm screwed. I, uh, <laughs> you weirdo. I'm going to go shave my head tomorrow. Actually, I might do that today. I'm kidding. Come on. Anyways, I'm hoping that this is seriously, and I said this Thursday, but I'm really hoping that this is last week we have to do a Charlie Sheen intro and talk about Charlie Sheen. No, we're going to keep talking about Charlie Sheen, I have a feeling. I, I actually, really I so. actually have an audition tomorrow. And they, the audition, I have to come in prepared to talk about two hot topics that are popular in pop culture. And I'm going to be prepared to talk about Charlie Sheen. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I mean. You know enough about him. We know almost every quote to the T about Charlie Sheen. What's your favorite one? Winning. I was about to <laughs> say the same one. Mary, were you on the same page with that? <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, that well, I'm excited. I actually am still excited to talk about Charlie Sheen. To be completely honest, because every day is different. Is different and it's surprising. And I think he's kind of a genius. Well, that's I good. I don't mind Sheen. I really don't. I mean, you know, Charlie Sheen. Three three weeks in the making, Charlie Sheen has made a bigger name for himself than he ever has on Two and a Half Men. I would have to say. I mean, I didn't know who Charlie Sheen was. Before Two and a Half Men. I mean, did you ever watch Two and a Half Men, Ivan? I've seen it. It's, it's all right. It's okay? Yeah, it's it's network sitcom, so it's like very standard. Yeah, it's multi-camera. But he's been, you know, I, I'm a big film guy, so Wall Street, Platoon. He's mm-hmm. doing a lot of great movies. Platoon. Ma- Major League. Platoon. Well, he's yeah. trying to, you know, he's film. getting geared up to do Major League, like two and three. Number four. Four. Yeah. If they, if, Excuse, if, me. If, Excuse me. If they don't fire him, though. Right. Maybe I know he's training every day at like four in the morning. You said yeah, yeah, five. Yeah. He's at. They, they showed on TV like he's really cut now. Yeah, well, the crack will do that for you. You know. Okay. Hey, uh, Tony Reno's on the line. He's going to tell us a little bit about Charlie Sheen. He's always one step ahead. So good morning. Maybe he's already getting tickets. He has a way to his next show. <laughs> and uh, Tony, how's it going, guys? What's happening, bud? Nothing much. All right. What do you have to say about Charlie How Sheen about you? today? Um. Sheen's Corner is probably one of the best non-watched TV uh, webcasts that I've seen in a while. <laughs> so you actually watched it? I, I I watched a little bit of it. He does some weird stuff on there. If he's not cussing when he's talking to his lawyer or he is uh, usually smoking it out or... That's, that's pretty much all he talks about is trolls and... Warlocks. Is he still doing it? I I thought Tony wasn't his last webcast last week. Um. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about that? I mean, there's going to be no more webcasts. I mean, do you do you feel lost without his webcast? I don't know. I know. I'm sure he'll do something else. I'm sure he'll find a way to get back on somewhere. Are you going to go see his one man show? No, I don't have that kind of money. (laughs) <laughs> How much is it? What? How much is it? Um, more than I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love his I That's his a good answer. Like, I have to say, Tony, this weekend, I actually talked to Tony outside of the show for the first time, and Tony's now guest blogging 
for KSL about random things. That's awesome. Celebrity news and stuff. It's very exciting to yeah. have a part of the family. As long as your research is... It has to be spot on. Um, yeah. How, oh, well, yeah. Where do you get all your well, information? What did you say, Emma? I, I, I was, um, what was that? I was about to say, <laughs> as long as you make sure that your research is to the T and correct, <laughs> you can write for the blog. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Most of it I get from, like, Yahoo and places like that. But how are you always one we'll step ahead? I don't know. I guess, I guess Yahoo is just that good. I mean, most of the stuff I get is quotes and videos. That's all. All right. So, do you ever do your homework? Exactly. That's a um, great question. Sometimes. What's your GPA right now? What, so, wait, you're, you're 17. Are you sophomore in high school right now? Uh, yeah. Okay, so what's I'm your... I'm actually 16, turning 17, like, in August. Got it. So what's your GPA? Um, I think maybe, uh, close to a three right now. Okay, so you're going to try to get it Good up job, there? Good buddy. A little bit? Yeah, you yeah. Want, you want to go to college, right? Yeah. He actually wants to work for KSL. Uh, that would uh, be pretty cool. Okay, so would you miss college to work for KSL if we offered you, like, you know, $36,000 a year to start? I might have to do a little bit of both. I might. It's only three hours a day. It's three hours a day. I could. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. It's like every day, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, go blog about something. Before there was Cali FM, there was just crappy terrestrial radio. But that doesn't apply anymore. You're on with CaliFM.com. Yeah, I, I, I am on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. <laughs> You've heard the crazy from Hollywood. Now see it live on stage. It's the Charlie Sheen National Tour. Everyone's favorite high priest, Vatican assassin, warlock, is bringing his Adonis DNA, tiger blood, and acute psychosis to the stage. Who knows what he'll say or do? I'm by winning. Of course you are. So get your tickets to see Charlie Sheen live on stage. Hey, Charlie, tell the people what'll happen if they don't. You will die. Your face will melt off and your children will weep over your exploded body. Good times. Get your tickets today. If you're winning, I'll see you there. Hey, guys, excited. We're talking to Gary Busey in just a sec on the phone about Celebrity Apprentice. It's going to be good. Stick around. The time is right for a nice warm drink of Celebrity Milk. Utterly delicious news. Mel Gibson... A year ago, had a whole issue going on with his ex-girlfriend. He's back in the news. Mel Gibson pled no contest to misdemeanor battery of his ex-girlfriend on Friday. The plea deal allows the star to avoid jail time and all the media circus that would undoubtedly accompany a trial. As part of the deal, Mel is required to attend a domestic violence counseling program for a year and complete 16 hours of community service with Mending Kids International. I like how they chose for him. <laughs> yeah, they- uh, also on Friday, the L.A. County uh, DA's office announced that it would not prosecute Oksana. It's Oksana. It's Oksana. Oh, yeah. Great, great. Oksana. For attempt extortion connected to those recordings she made of Mel ranting last year. So, you know. And Mel Gibson. I've, I've played that many times. Yeah, we don't need to hear it again. It's so horrible. It is so horrible. It's so horrible. It's uh, actually, it's actually funny because it's so bad. Yeah, 
Is that a bad thing that yeah that I think it's funny? Yeah. Anyway? Uh, Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel, I don't know if you know, they've been dating for three years, but they finally cut off their romance. It, and it wasn't Mila Kunis, for those of you out there who thought that she was part of it. Though there's been speculation, you know, that JT and his friends with Benefits co-star are dating. Uh, an insider tells People Magazine, no, no one came in between them. They decided their relationship ran its course and it was time to move on. So, uh, uh, Justin Timberlake is free. So is Jessica Biel for I'm excited about Jessica Biel. Lucky you, guys out there. Are you excited about Justin Timberlake? No. I hate his curly hair. <laughs> He'll just have to shave so, it. What about a flat iron? Would that help him? No, because then it would be a very bad Justin Bieber look. Be like, that, that, that is pretty true, actually. Yeah. What about a shave? An entire shaved head? Probably. A little buzz. Little Donald Trump. Have you seen that commercial? No. Yeah, for uh, his roast. Yeah. They shave his head. They shave his. It's fake. It's gotta be fake. Yeah, of course it is. He loves his hair. I mean, they took a. That was, but that was probably CGI or something, or it was just a bald mask or whatever. <laughs> so remember last <laughs> week, or I think it was early last week, Justin Bieber was getting a whole bunch of flack for f- flicking off the paparazzi yep. and making comments. Well, so Selena Gomez has been reportedly getting a ton of death threats from ju- from jealous Justin Bieber fans, and she quote becoming terrified uh she's only young and when she sees things written about her she understandably freaks out justin tries to reassure her but what can he do so maybe justin dating justin bieber isn't all of the the you know the thing what the famous thing that you thought it would be i i don't know Uh, anyways richard hatch is returning to prison and for those of you who don't know who that is he was originally on the first season of survivor and won and he was also on The Apprentice. And he's annoying. And he's really annoying. And apparently he owes uh, the IRS like an estimated $2 million. Oh, man. Which he doesn't have. Right. Otherwise, There's he no probably way. would have paid it. Or not. So he didn't pay his... He didn't pay the original survivor amount. And so now... Which was how much? A million. Oh, I don't know how much it is. But he won a million dollars. And he owes $2 million? Yeah. Well, I mean, the penalties... <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. the penalties Huge are high. penalties. Yeah. You can share a set with Wesley Snipes now, I guess. Yeah, we- <laughs> yeah exactly. There's, yeah, they'll, they'll hang out together. And then there's Nicolas Cage. And who else was... What was the business manager that from last week? There was another... There was like a director or there someone who was in there. Yeah. Nicolas Cage. I forget. I forget the name. Feels like three But there was some ago. guy... There was some Ponzi. Yeah. Scheme that was yeah, there's Ponzi. I mean, I feel like this stuff happens every day. Does it There's not? always another person. There always is. There's always someone who's not obeying the law. Exactly. I, I'm not one of those people. I promise. I occasionally that go doesn't five, sound sketchy or anything. I occasionally <laughs> go five over on the 101 <laughs> at four in the morning. <laughs> not gonna lie. Uh, so last night was the Celebrity Apprentice, and um, you know, speaking of Richard Hatch, Meatloaf was the project manager for the men last night who their task was to write a child book based on a member of their team. And so Meatloaf was the project manager and Lisa Rena managed the ladies. Uh, I don't watch The Celebrity Apprentice, so I don't know what the outcome was for that. Kyle, do you know anything about this? Well, The Celebrity Apprentice... Uh, like, I, I don't even get the concept. Well, I just know that it involves Donald Trump. Have you seen the... <laughs> <laughs> and his hair. And his hair. Have you seen the regular Apprentice? No. Ivan? I have seen in the past, yes. It's actually really good. So they, they basically are 
people are put into teams. The subway apprentice works the same way, but people are put into teams and they have these missions and there's different team leaders that the, the teams choose and they go out and they try to make, you know, a certain amount of money that's selling hot dogs or whatever, you know, different Small random things, different venues. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyway, did you do Mark McGrath? You know who he is, right? Yeah. He was Mark McGrath hosts, uh, Access, is it Access Hollywood? Is he, does he house? I think it's Access Hollywood that Mark McGrath hosts now, but he was in Sugar Ray. Mm. Remember that band? Yeah, sure. I do. Every morning, what is it? Oh, every morning. Yeah, I'm not going to sing, but yeah. Well, every morning. It. Every morning when I wake up, I think my girlfriend's on the four pounds. Very bad. late nineties, you know, oh, that, yeah. that kind of music. <laughs> I know that song. Uh, I don't every know morning the, there's a halo hanging, hanging from yeah. the corner that's, that's of my it. girlfriend's four post bed. Wait, anyway. oh, it's four post. What do you think it was? I don't know. I wasn't. I was never <laughs> sure. But it's been years. Oh, I know it's not mine, but I. That's my cheese stick. Whoops. For those of you who get that reference. <laughs> yeah. Well, Xander. so Xander, exactly. Mark McGrath came up with a story about little John turning into a superhero. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, uh, yeah, there were like, there were some sparks, uh, between, uh, meatloaf, Gary Busey, uh, Jose Canseco. 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 Baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever his name is, I don't listen. I hate sports. I don't even know how to play any of them. Uh, I I watch the playoffs, NBA. For gambling, though, it's I, different. I can't, and I don't even know so, the names. So last night, who was fired then? Uh, who did Donald Trump fire? Last night, uh, he fired Rena. Oh, Lisa Rena. Lisa Rena, exactly. See, you know the names. Yeah, I know the names. I just. Didn't really understand the concept of the show. Well, here's Lisa. Here, here's Lisa Rena. Here, I have, I have a little clip of Lisa Rena, and uh, yeah, she she was she was pissed yesterday. She really you was. Begged me, begged me, all of you to be the project leader. You threw me under the bus, and I won't take it. You, know, you want to see tough, girl? Say? You can see tough. I'm sorry. Okay. You threw me under the bus, and you know it. All of you did. That's no, all. I. They want me fired. I absolutely. I've said it. Are you kidding me? Please. Lisa. I'm a threat to you. I am. Even though I might not have been strong, I'm a threat to you. You're a threat to me, although you relied completely on me. You did not even have the foresight to set a task list well, for your I team. Well, wasn't I smart if I used no. you in that Actually, way? Actually, yes, no. You were scared. You led in fear rather than led from a position of knowledge. You begged me to do this. I did not want to take this. Our entire team yes. suggested you. I did the best but I could Lisa, here, that. Lisa, here's the deal. But Lisa, you, you didn't lead, have to take you it. Lead I mean, from a hold it, Star. Of, I'm sorry. You <laughs> didn't have to take it. I guess I crumbled under the pressure. I felt the pressure of it. All right. I have Gary Busey on the line with us right now, and he's going to talk a little bit about Celebrity Apprentice with us. Celebrity Apprentice is back for another round on NBC, and today we're joined on the phone by actor Gary Busey, who is uh, one of this season's contestants. How are you, man? Good, good, good. Has your show business career prepared you uh, to be a would-be entrepreneur in Donald Trump's boot camp? Very much so. I've been doing this 41 years, and uh, it's something I love so much, and it's something I was given. I was given that gift at birth. And when I was five years old, my mother took me to see a movie called Samson and Delilah with Victor Mature and Hayden Lamar. And when the movie was over, I asked my mother, where do the people go? And she said, well, this audience goes out, and another audience comes in to see the picture show. And I said, no, those people. And I pointed at the picture show screen. 
And she said, they go up and they make another picture show. And I said, that's what I want to do. And she said, you want to be in the picture show? And I said, no, I want to tell stories with light. And that is a profound thing for a five-year-old to say. That was the five-year-old's vision of what he just saw, telling a story with light. (laughs) Do any people still refer to you as, as Buddy Holly? No, no. When that movie was made, people would come up to you and say, God, you were great in the Gary Busey story. And I said, oh, no, 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 it's Buddy Holly's story. <laughs> that, was a magical, that was a magical movie, that uh, movie. I sang and played all the songs, and Buddy Holly was a hero of mine because I'm in the first generation of rock and roll. When I was in the sixth grade, seventh grade, that's when it started back in 55, 1955. So you've been known for your over-the-top persona and uh, trials and low points notwithstanding. Do you think that has helped you at all? Well, over-the-top. Well, you know what? That used to be that way, but it's not that way now because I have a brand-new one-year-old baby boy. His name is Luke Samson Busey. Samson like the Old Testament Samson and a beautiful soulmate named Stephanie. And she, we were together in a family, and I have a 39-year-old son, uh, Jake Busey. I have a 16-year-old daughter, Electra Busey, and I have a one-year-old son, Luke Samson Busey. And boy, talking about being settled and happy and giving love to everyone because of the love you get from the kid. Well, through it all, you sound very, very happy. It's like not, um, there's no way to be difficult anymore because I've settled, I've found my way, I've found the truth of myself. And that comes out in Celebrity Apprentice because you see the authentic Gary there. Yeah. I'm not making things up. I don't have things written down. It's just coming up here. Which charity are you playing for? The Center for Head Injury Services. Because December the 4th in 1988, I had a severe traumatic brain injury going off a motorcycle, hit my head into the curb without a helmet, split my skull, knocking a hole in my oh. skull. And uh, surgery happened because the paramedics were one block away having a hamburger break, and I landed the fetal police officer scouting the route of the marathon race, and they took me to Cedars-Sinai. I had the surgery, went to Daniel Freeman Hospital, a head injury ward, and uh, recovered. Recovered with faith and great promise of positive energy coming through me. And I learned then that I was born with the energy of 10 men who have normal jobs. (laughs) So there's the -the over-the-top stuff. You know, there was a story about you trying to reach out to Charlie Sheen, and we talk a lot about him on the show. What's your take on his situation? Charlie Sheen, I've known him since he's 15. He's like a little brother. And uh, I worked with his father in the beginning of my career in the early 70s, Martin Sheen, in a movie called The The Execution of Private Slovak, which Mm -hmm. is a true story. And um, Charlie's just got out there on the bull, and he can't get off of it yet. And he's going to be thrown pretty soon, and we don't want him to hit on his head. So we're looking for an eight. <clears throat> we're looking for an eight-second ride where he masters a bull and gets off in good shape. And I pray for him, and I think everyone should say a prayer for Charlie because Charlie's fighting to stay alive, and he needs to wake yeah. up mm-hmm. to the angelic inter- intervention that he has going on around him. Yeah, because I, I know this personally because I had a bout with uh, cocaine in the eighties. And I'm very happy to be out of that. And I can't believe I did it when I got out of it and looked back and saw how uh, silly I was. Uh, and when I did cocaine, you know what the good news is? I was a genius for 20 minutes, and that's it. Then you crash on the floor and wonder what you did. And you yeah. get up to do some more, not cocaine, but do life. So, Charlie, we got our hands out for you, buddy. Just keep on releasing and venting your feelings 
And then pretty soon you'll be looking at the mirror of your true reflection. All right. Celebrity Apprentice airs on NBC. Gary Busey, thanks for calling in today. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. All right. Take care, buddy. Uh, Lauren Elaine, fashion designer. We had her on the show last week. Her show is tonight. Emma's in it. Lauren, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing good. A little, a little busy, but good. I'm sure. I'm sure you're crunching right now. How is everything? How does it look? I'm so excited to see. It looks awesome. Um, I, it's, it's definitely the most unique show that we've ever done. Um, so really, the space looks really cool. As, as I know we talked about last time, we're doing it at Castland Peaks, and it's, it's just been transformed. So people are in for a real treat. I'm, I mean, I've been reading all your tweets and your posts on Facebook, and I've, you know, you sent me a, a little sneak peek of the picture of the Castle Antiques last night. I, I'm literally like so excited. The lighting, the runway, the the pre, the post. I'm just, I'm so pumped. I mean, what are you most looking forward to? Um, I'm definitely most looking forward to the runway show. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole event will be fun, but for me, it's 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 the show. Yeah, I mean, you get to display everything that you've worked so hard to make. Exactly. How many? So I, that's... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, never mind. <laughs> How many models are you expecting tonight on the runway? Um, I believe we have 14 models total. And who's your favorite model that you're looking forward to having on the runway? Girl, you better say me. Well, of course, Emma. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> okay. Good answer. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so excited. We have Miss California USA Alyssa Campanella and Miss California Teen USA Alexis Swanstrom attending tonight. Really? I, yeah. I was going to try to be there, but I have my other show tonight. That's right. And I couldn't. I, couldn't. I know. I wish you could come. Can I come after? At what, when does this end? What time to what time? Um, well, the show starts, the doors open officially at um, 7.30 and then the runway show itself will begin at 9.30. Mm, I'll be done with the show at 10. Oh, I think you should try. Okay, yeah. And Afterwards, I mean, usually the focus is pretty much, the after show. the show, we're doing a brief installation, but I'd say, yeah, 9.30 would be the, the ideal time. And then there's going to be an auction tonight, right? Yes. They, Castle Antiques is putting, has put together this amazing silent auction, and all of the proceeds um, are going to benefit the Burbank Animal Shelter. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, and they've, I mean, they have just exquisite, beautiful items. Um, all price ranges available tonight for silent auction. So it should be good. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to be there. I'll see you around two. And um, yep. I look forward to seeing the photos after tonight. And, you know, maybe we'll bring you back on the show and kind of have a recap. No, we de- we're definitely bringing her back on. How many dresses does Emma have to put on tonight? Well, see, Emma's special because Emma's in the video, so <laughs> she she's doing something a little a little special, which I haven't talked to her about yet. Ooh, that's a tease right there. When does she find out? At two. At two p.m. <laughs> okay, so you have how many hours right now? That's a little while. We've got about ten hours until the show. About ten hours. Okay, that's it. Okay, that's good go. to know. <laughs> so what do you now? So what? What? What do you have to do now? Exactly detailed out. I know Emma asked you, uh, or mentioned that you might be pretty busy before the show. But what exactly do you need to do still here? 
Well, the, I'd say the most important thing that we have left to do is rehearsal. Um, mm-hmm. And because the show is a little bit more ornate than normal, we've allowed two hours for rehearsal. So that's probably the most, the last remaining big thing to check off the checklist before the show. And other than that, it's just a bunch of little things and making sure everything's perfect with the clothes. And then we're pretty much good to go. You don't sound stressed at all. You sound like you're ready for this. I, I have to say, I'm more prepared for this show than I've ever been in the past, which has been nice. Well, to allow a two-hour rehearsal is like the most prepared thing I've ever heard of. So I'm excited about that. It's not going to be like last minute or, you know, like I've done right. other shows, not for you, but other shows for other people where the, like the rehearsal has been 30 minutes before the doors open and it just doesn't even make sense. Exactly. And I mean, the biggest thing is I I really like to enjoy the shows and enjoy being a part of them and if you don't plan well then the last minute you're kind of just running around like crazy and you can't really take a step back and kind of see everything that's going on yeah Yeah. that that makes a lot of sense well you know what Uh, i will try to make it tonight how long how long is the the runway for how long does that go on the runway everyone is always shocked the runway show is usually no more than 15 minutes oh son of a gun yeah. Yeah. It's it, the runway shows are always pretty fast. We are debuting our campaign film right before the runway show, but I'd say all in all, we're probably looking at about fifteen minutes. So, so all this two-hour rehearsal, all this preparation for fifteen minutes on the runway. Yeah. Yep. Do you, who's, who's the most important person attending tonight? I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say there's one person in particular. I mean, we have a huge variety of of people from store buyers to media. So, I mean, in all honesty, everyone's important. The red carpet's going to get crazy. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you. Good luck with everything leading up. Let me know if you need anything, and I'll see you at 2. Yeah. Will do. Sounds good. And I'll try to make it, okay? Good luck tonight. Please do. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. All right. Later, Lauren. Bye. It's the all-new Cali FM. It's time for Weird News. I think Ivan is probably going to know a lot about Weird news. news. Yeah, I feel like he's probably heard all these stories. All right, let me, let me know oh. if you've heard this one. A Florida man is hoping to pursue a paramedic for an arm and a leg after she stole his foot at the scene of a car accident. Cynthia something, something, something lost her job and was sentenced to six months probation after admitting she walked off with... Carl Lambert's foot. This is weird. Hence weird news. But she said she had a perfectly good reason for the theft. She needed material to help train the department's cadaver sniffing dog. Oh, this is dog. so messed up. This is so messed up. She defended the action saying, quote, you can't even recognize it as a foot. If I had thought it was somehow reattachable and usable, I would have gone to my commander. Uh, so weird. I heard that story, but I had no idea why she stole it. Oh my god, he heard the story. See, I, told you, I told you Ivan's heard the story. I, it, it, it's but this is in Florida, right? You said. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I mean, all the weird stuff happens if in Florida. Watch... I actually went to school there, so I know. But there's worse stuff. But I'll I can't mention on the show. No, here's the thing. <laughs> if you watch Cops, it's always from Florida, right? Or Las Vegas. I feel like that's true. It really is, or North Carolina even. But it's always it's always that east. You know, the southeast area. Plus Las Vegas. Georgia. Yeah. Plus Las Vegas. <laughs> right. But that, I mean, that's all just yeah. drunk, drugged up people. Well, so, so listen to this. An Italian mobster managed to avoid authorities for more than a decade. 
Giancarlo, Giancarlo Sabatini was oh, sentenced to three. You know this? Oh, he owns a ranch. Is he the one who's on the, like who's a, who's a cowboy or like a, he owns a ranch in the Midwest? Definitely not. And he like overalls. Nope. Nope. Oh, someone Sorry. else. Nope. Oh, good. Well, you, you sound tri- like you're talking about the guy on Survivor who has an overall tan. Uh, that was the most genius <laughs> thing you've ever said. Did you see the comment on the KSL Facebook? Uh-uh. Very funny. Oh, I'm going to have to go look. Give myself some props. Some guy was, it was like, how do I get an overall tan? <laughs> and I just explained it to him straight up. Dude, Emma said it very clearly. Yeah. You wear overalls. Without a shirt on. You're going to get an overall tan. <laughs> It's right. like a farmer's tent. So yeah. Giancarlo was sentenced to three years in jail on drug charges, clear back in 2000, but he actually went into hiding. He managed to evade authorities until Fat Tuesday when police acted on a tip uh, and they burst into his daughter's home after seeing her leave her mom's place with a tray of the pasta. You know, for those of you who don't know, Catholics in Italy often load up on beefy lasagna before uh, the meat-free commemoration of Ash Wednesday. And apparently they, they nagged him. They got him. Uh, and, uh, you know... He's been put back into jail. Those crazy people. Crazy. Crazy. I, I, first of all, <laughs> the fact that he was sentenced to jail and they couldn't find him and now he's identified as an Italian mobster is scary. So, so maybe that if, if I were like, would I be in like an American mobster? If I like evaded jail? Yeah. Cool. Blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blonde like her, mobster. Her, her license is suspended mafia. for not renewing her registration. The blonde mafia. I'm gonna make a the a, blonde mafia. That's genius. I'm gonna make an over the line team name that. The blonde mafia. That sounds like a like a women's women's blog. It's a gossip girl. The blonde mafia. <laughs> a team of blondes writing about things. Go to jail for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, Oklahoma, weird stuff seems to always happen. I feel like we always have weird news that comes from yeah, at least a, one state in the Midwest. Yeah, Oklahoma, Nebraska. You talk about Nebraska. Yeah, so this is Oklahoma. A woman lost her shot at Mother of the Year honors when agents raided her strip club and found dozens of violations, including her having a 14-year-old son working oh, behind gosh. the bar. Oh, gosh, come on. Tammy Pennell who runs The Body Shop in the rural town of Afton, Oklahoma, was charged with a variety of offenses. One of the state agents said, quote, that's not an environment that even a boy wants to work in. He's working until two in the morning. He sees what nobody should see at 14 yeah, years old. Yeah, of course he wants to work there. Uh, Great tips. Yeah, the tips are unbelievable. Hopefully. He's like, I'm 14. Bring it on. No, that, that, that is horrible. That's actually. awful. That is horrible. Well, Mother of the Year Honors Award. Gosh. <laughs> she Yeah, she gets Mother of the Year. Definitely uh, not I, even in the running. Uh, <laughs> well, good, good for her. Good for her. You want to hear more Florida news? Yeah, well, of course. A green, thumb, a green thumb resulted in two black eyes for a Florida man who got into a brawl with cops who tried to stop him from watering his neighbor's lawn. Joseph Florence didn't like the looks of his neighbor's yard. First of all, this seems to be a very common theme in like perfect suburban homes. You've always got the one neighbor who does not take care of their crappy yard. And they always have like the dead grass with the leaves on the ground. And like, are you saying something about my house? No. <laughs> okay. Anyways. I was worried for a second. I mean, we, mom and I, when we were living in San Diego, I mean, when I was living in San Diego, growing up in a neighborhood, we kind of always had that one neighbor who totally did not. T- and the community would get on them like they would give them notes, like community association really? notes. Oh, yes. It gets real serious. Like I've noticed that you haven't brought your trash bins in for three days. 
You're three days behind so schedule. So were they ever on the show Hoarders by any chance? Oh, God, I don't even know. So this guy, uh, you know, <laughs> much to the displeasure of the of the lawn's owner, Florence, who attacked the responding deputies, was arrested. So, the, so he tried to water the lawn to make the lawn look prettier, and, it, and the cops came, and uh, he attacked them. He was charged with assault idea. on a law enforcement officer and resisting an officer with violence just for trying to water a lawn. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So that's, that's stupid. Very stupid. That's weird news for you. Wow. Well, yeah, can I say one, one thing? Let's hear it. You know something that's very strange? What? I think there was a mouse in my car yesterday. Oh, that's awful. I'm serious. I found the little poops, you know, the little the little things, and I think he was in there. I because I heard noises one day. I didn't have anything on in there. I was just cruising on the highway, and I heard like chirping, kind of like a, a chirping sound. Chirping. Yeah. So do you <laughs> leave like, your car in the garage with the doors open? No, I leave it. At, no, no, I had the doors open though, the other day for a long time. Do you ever have your As windows down in your garage? I don't park it in the garage. I park it outside. Oh, you're, my are you a hoarder? Shoot. No, I park it in the garage. <laughs> I'm not a hoarder. No, but I was cleaning out everything from the studio. I was getting everything out of the back, mm -hmm. and I just left it open. We have a safe neighborhood, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. I, I just left the car open as I was kind of, I was mowing the lawn. I was just, you know, getting things done. Attacking and, police officers. Yeah, but, but I, I honestly think I had a mouse in my car because I found the little poop things like I was telling you about. And at the, at the very same time, I heard that chirping on the highway. Oh gosh, that's really creepy. But I don't think it's in there anymore. I, I left the doors open for a while longer, and, and, you know, it's fine. But isn't that weird? It definitely goes into the weird news category. I know. I thought you'd like that. I, w I, I was, I was honestly a little freaked out by it, to be honest. Get a mouse trap. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I should just put a mouse trap in the back. My passengers, they step on that. Watch thing. your toes, guys. I get sued. <laughs> My insurance just went up right now, by the way. AAA is listening. They're like, oh, dude, that's worse than an accident. <laughs> mouse trap in the car. <laughs> yeah. Mass trap in the car along with a possible rat or rodent. Well, we oh, come nice. back. We have an impossible quiz. Oh, nice. All right. So the impossible quiz. Uh, this, this quiz is impossible. So just like the last one, you won't be able to get it. Are you all guys right. ready? Yeah. At all? All right. So here is the question. And uh, don't ask where I get these, okay? Thank you. Okay. On average... A guy checks this three times a day, but women rarely, if ever, do. What is it? Guys? Ivan? Go. Uh, eyebrows or arm hair? Eyebrows or arm hair? You yes. check your arm hair? Forearms, yeah. For, for what? Make sure it's all mine. yeah. Are you joking? <clears throat> you check your... Do you pull it? They're watch. I would say that because women just wear a watch as an accessory, and men actually wear their watch to look at it. I actually never look at my watch because I can't read an analog an analog clock. That's why you're the gayest straight man ever. <laughs> True story. All right. So, uh, Mary. Uh, their backs. A... They watch their backs. They watch their back. Okay. Interesting. Emma, did you answer this one already? Because if you did, I wasn't listening to you at all. I just said... Your watch. Oh. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize. Wow. I, I thought you were just talking about a watch because I was staring at Ivan's. No, I think. Or my arm hair. Which one was I it? I think men yeah, check their watches three times a day, but women don't ever because it's just an accessory. Okay, so what is it? What? Tell me what the answer is. 
Oh, uh, the answer is uh, whether a zipper is down. Oh my not. gosh, that's so Acor funny. According to a recent study, one in three dudes find out that it actually is when they check. Down. I'm not wearing a zipper today because I'm wearing scrubs <laughs> in the studio. So I, I don't have to check. But you know what I do check for? Huh. It's kind of weird. But when I leave the bathroom, I want to make sure there's no, like, when I wash my hands and, and water splashes on the, you know, oh, yeah. scrubs or whatever, I feel like I peed in my pants or like I, you know, tinkled on them, <laughs> if you will. And so it's so embarrassing. So I have to wait in the bathroom till it dries. And that sometimes takes forever. So everyone <laughs> thinks I'm doing something else and it's just, it becomes this huge disaster. And uh, that's, that's my story right that's there. That's funny. That's funny. Actually, I totally get the zipper thing. That's, uh... I've never checked my zipper. Well, don't women have That's why I always buttons? say check your zipper. Most of the <laughs> women have buttons on their jeans. I have buttons, but I also have zippers. Really? Yeah. What, what's the use of a zipper for a woman? It's like this big. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're okay. two inches long. Oh. Uh, Maybe an inch. That's all mine needs to be, too. <laughs> Is that weird? I felt like that last song was most appropriate for the next segment of our show. There's almost a Freudian slip there. I felt it. For the ladies. Okay. Creepy. Julia Roberts. There's a guy in Mexico who is so obsessed with Julia Roberts. Get this. He's 82 tattoos of her face all over his body. I don't see what's wrong with that. Oh, my God, I truly don't. He has spent roughly over $100,000, which is like a million pesos, on these tattoos. And uh, he's been head over heels for Roberts, apparently, for years. Like... Oh my god, so creepy, so creepy. I, I hear she has a beautiful face, and now this guy's beautiful body. What's in and she was in the Mexican. Yo, that's a good point. Maybe that's the reason. That's a good point. She was in a movie called The Mexican. Yes, with Brad Pitt. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Amanda Foot, spelt with an E at the end, made bank this week by selling her spot in New York City. Get this. So the Apple. You know, the Apple store sold the brand new iPad 2 this weekend. And this college student was the first in line. She camped out for over 41 hours in the rain, rain and shine. Very little sleep. And someone offered her $900 for her spot in line so that sh that person could have the iPad 2 very first That's before insane. anyone else. Insane. So she took the $900 and she plans on buying Lady Gaga concert, concert tickets. Would you give up your spot? For $900, I would, but I would not camp out for 41 hours. If she actually worked for 41 hours, she actually make that kind of money. Yeah, it's not bad. 41 hours of, of work, I and mean, it's a week of work. 900 yeah. bucks, I mean, you know, it's tough times right now. Tax-free? Tax-free. 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 Cash. Well, now it's big enough where the IRS might go after. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only issue. Okay, so Facebook. Facebook etiquette. Now, for those of you who know how to unfriend people, which is like the most common thing ever, you know that if you get defriended, it's really frustrating. So apparently this woman, uh, I feel like this might be in Florida as well. Um, <laughs> they were having, oh my God, I'm serious. For, but for one Florida couple, having bad Facebook etiquette led to a visit from the police. Anyways, she defriended him because they got in a fight. He found out. She went crazy and they called the cops. Oh, Gosh. So. What's on TV tonight? For the ladies. On TV tonight. Let's see. My favorite show, although I won't be able to see it. The Bachelor. 
season finale. I'm so excited on ABC. Chuck and The Event are on NBC tonight. House and The Chicago Code on Fox. And Wedding Wars premieres on VH1. Fantastic. Yep. What about this movie? Where did they come from? Oh, what do you say? I don't know, man. How do we get out of here? Lieutenant, where's the exit at? We're boxed in. That would that, be Battle Los Angeles, yes. which actually won the weekend box office with $36 million. And uh, the alien invasion flick stars Aaron Eckhart, for those of you who are fans. I've heard it wasn't that good, but I'm going to go see it anyway. Guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow.